<laughs> I, I swear. All right, guys. Um, welcome. Okay, Q was, I guess, getting his drinks, you know, but I guess he's just, like, falling back and letting me have the seat for once. But nevertheless, I hope everyone had a wonderful week. You know, myself, I had an amazing week. Um, Mike, what about you? Wait a minute. He let you have a what? He's letting me have it for a second, like letting me run some shit. So I'm appreciative. You was in the chair last week because you aren't feeling that. We've been told that we got to stop giving you a hard time. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and do do you know who actually I ain't said? Been shit. <laughs> and you know who also like? So let me say this seriously. I got about half and half of people who did not like the uh, the show before last, where I wasn't here. They didn't like it because the way it was worded, they really thought I wasn't coming back. So I got, I swear to God, twelve DMs. What happened? Oh my God! Did you quit? What's wrong? You going solo? And I was like, it was a joke. And Veronica Waters, when she went back and said it, she was like, yeah, that probably wasn't written the best. It wasn't the best joke. And so, I mean, clearly they didn't listen to they, it. So that's, I who said your if you would listen, <laughs> and these are not even like I don't want to call you guys. You guys are fans in the internet world. Um, but yeah, I guess you know they was just like maybe like in the in the in the tag thing it should have said J.K. She, you know, but no, for what? I guess Chad, I just was like really you disturbed. You got to go with that. the bit. You left the group. That was hilarious. That little video. I should have put this little video together for IGTV. That was just beautiful. You know, like, hey, like, says, says, uh, thank you, Randy O, for your service. You suck. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> but nevertheless, we're back. Now we'll say holding down that chair like. That's just too much work. I think it's very hard to try to run a board, try to control the, the, the flow of the show, especially when I'm not on this board like that. So I'm not as familiar. Okay, let me stop. Like, that was a lot of work. So that's one thing I will have to give to him yeah, for him taking control, over. Control us. We were wonderful. We were great. Now, when you were out, was- we had a great show. We ran that show perfectly. I mean, again, this is just your opinion. But anyway... <laughs> Um, How was your birthday? My birthday, actually, I really had a really good time. Um, I hate that you did not make it. I did not. Y'all pushed that time to what time? And I was still here at that studio on this website. We got Y'all know we got a website, www.blackeducatedandbroke.com. Yeah, but you know, I thought you were going to communicate with me and let me know, like, hey, I'm not going to come anymore, Randy. It's too late. I told y'all that when you made that group test. Y'all, we got this group test, and they, they were talking about pregame. I, how long is pregame supposed to be? But aren't you, weren't you off the next day? I was off one job. I still had another one to do. That started at what time? This none of your concern. Exactly. <laughs> but nevertheless, Maya, thank you for the Instagram love and shout out and coming out to the event. I appreciate you for real. <laughs> Q, send me a personal text message. I thank him for doing that. And you know, Mike, you were the one behind Black Educated and Broke that day. So thank you. To the world. I, I, I appreciate Second it. Second year in a row. Didn't get a thank you until the next day. You know what? It was her birthday weekend. We didn't try this you know, I wasn't I, even. A, I was not aware. I, I give Virgos hell, you know. Is that what that is? I just yeah. love it. It's part I don't know of why you DNA. know we are so sensitive. That, that's, yeah, the, that's, that's the, the fun, fun part. part. That is not that fun. Is the fun part. It actually is. I'd be doing that with Aquarius. Oh, <laughs> me and Aquarius <laughs> do not mix. And one of my good friends is the one. I just be picking at her. It's just the funniest. Thing. Oh my god! I had to go home and say, "Shot." I said, "I'm stressed out." Like they're stressing me out here. Like they always trying to pick on me. Wait a minute. Hold on. I need you to specify because they know they. I said they be picking on me. <laughs> I said Maya, she don't ever back me up. She just be snickering and giggling with Excuse them. Excuse me, ma'am. I know you're not telling that tale. So I just, you know, I just try she to just get tough skin. 
hell in this booth today, Lord have mercy. What happened in real life, Maya? You want me to start picking on you? Cause I no! Can. <laughs> I want you when they pick on me, like, hey, like, you know what, today? You did it today. You said, I do it every day. You just don't ever hear me because Q loud ass and Mike loud ass. Thank you. I beg me. your pardon. <laughs> no, you're excused because I said what I said. You're loud. I said oh. what I said. <laughs> but you can't um, pick on me. I pick back now. You do. You I do. don't pick on you. It's that one over there. Look anyway, how she's looking. I love but how listen. quiet Q is right now. Like, I just love this. Like, he's just so quiet. And he's so unentertained. That's fine. We can keep on without his ass. So, y'all know I went to uh, California this past weekend for the birthday. You didn't tell nobody was going. I, I did not. I was definitely very just home. And she went, oh, I know. I was upset. <laughs> I could have gone. I know. Oh, yeah. I said, okay, listen. I, I met Maya's friend. What was her name? Lexi. Pretty Lexus. So uh, we was at an NABJ, National Association of Black Journalists, panelist event from a former uh, Langstonite. Shout out to Shar Jassel, who's out there doing amazing things. She was hosting an event about black women in media. So we got to meet um, Nichelle Turner. Loved her. Soror. And, uh, oh, my God, I just went blank. On the, on the other one as an actress, the comedian. She's not a Yvette. comedian, but actress Yvette yeah, Nicole Yvette. Brown. Is well, I name? shouldn't say she, thank you. She's not, I come, I come, cause she's always in funny shows. But you know, Comedic she actually, actress. She actually she's hilarious. She specifically said that I am not a comedian. Um, She made that very clear, but that was, yeah, that was all, that was all fun. That was all fun. So I had a good time. Lots of uh, fun places to visit. And I'm shout out to your friend again, because she came up to me and she was like, hey, I know your face. Like you're on the thing with my friend Maya, black, educated and broke. <laughs> And she said it correctly. <laughs> Black edge. So shout out to Lexus for listening yes. and recognizing it was amazing. Okay. <laughs> well, I, do you want to say something? You're not going to say anything? I think our guests are here. Okay. <laughs> and All right. we'll be back after this break. Yes, uh, coming guys. up is Melanin News. Yes, All so. right. All right. <laughs> so, yes, guys. So that kind of wraps up our banter. Like, you know, Maya said and Q and, and, and Mike here. We have a big show coming up. We have a slap it or dap it guest who's going to give us a live show in the studio. But, of course, we can't do that until we talk about our Melanin News. So, guys, make sure you stay locked here on Black Educated Embro. The homegoing celebration for Mrs. Juanita Abernathy was held on Monday at the Friendship Baptist Church in the heart of West Atlanta. On program and those paying tribute included Atlanta clergy and psalmist Reverend T. Renee Crutcher, Pastor Walter Kimbrough Sr., Reverend Jesse Jackson, Reverend Al Sharpton, Dr. Christine King Farris, and Congressman John Lewis. I love Juanita Abernathy. I love the woman. She was so kind and so wonderful. When we were beaten and left bloody on the streets of Montgomery during the Freedom Rise in May of 1961, when I had all of my hair, 21 years old, <laughs> your father and mother took us in. When we didn't have a place to hold a press conference, we had one. Sleep on, Mrs. Take your rest. People waiting for you on the other side. Thank you, and may God bless you. We'll see you in the morning. This is your Melanin News powered by Randy OPNR. Hampton University welcomed 46 students at the Richmond International Airport this past Monday night. The students traveling from Nassau are from the University of the Bahamas North Campus. The students have free enrollment, room and board, and compatible courses of their original classes. This comes just a couple of weeks after Hurricane Dorian destroyed parts of the Bahamas.
Jarrell Jerome becomes the first Afro-Latino to win an Emmy for acting. The 21-year-old portrayed Corey Wise, a member of the Exonerated Five, in the Netflix limited series When They See Us. Jarrell Jerome. I have to thank my mom who's with me today, my beautiful mother. I couldn't do it without her. Uh, my dad, Sierra, Titi, Malik, Tariq, Mama, Papa, Te Quiero. Um, of course, Ava, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Netflix, my team, Perry, Emily, Jen, UTA, everybody. Jordan, I know you out there. But most importantly, this is for the men that we know as the Exonerated Five. It's for Raymond, Yusuf, Antron, Kevin, and King Corey Wise. Thank you so much. It's an honor. It's a blessing. I'm Mike B, and these are your headlines. All right, Mike, thank you so much for that Melanin News update. Always keeping us in the know what's going on in the black culture, guys. You can follow these stories on our social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Black Educated and Broke, and on Twitter at BEB Podcast underscore ATL. All right, so up next, of course, you know, Lil Maya letting us know what's popping, what's happening in her world. So, Maya, give it to us. <laughs> Lil Maya, first of all, I am big. Okay. Come on, that big personality, girl. That's it, sis. All right, y'all, what it do? What's popping? It's your girl, Maya. And this is what's going on this weekend or in the later days. So Six Flags Over Georgia is starting Fright Fest. It's all the way from now until November 2nd. Prices may vary, but if you're scary, stay at home, okay? Because they are wilding out on Six Flags. I know I'm about to be there for Halloween, and I love to be scared. Just don't run up on me with no clowns here, because I will punch you. Oh, you're afraid of clowns? I am terrified of clowns. They're, like, supposed to make kids happy. No, they don't. So you never watched It? I did. And you, is that why you hate clowns? That's why I hate clowns. Oh, Mike, come on now. That and then my senior year in high school. No, my junior year in high school, we had homecoming. And you know the seniors used to take over the hallways and decorate it? Yes. They decided to wear clown masks. And I couldn't tell who was who as they ran up on me, okay. trying to scare me. I had a panic attack. Okay, that's fair. I'm so, I'm no. so sorry if it happened. Okay, fair <laughs> it was enough. It's very traumatic, and ever since then, I just do not like clowns. Second of all, Sweet Auburn Music Festival is back in the city. It starts on September 27th from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sweet Auburn, 145 Auburn Avenue. Music, food, family fun. I think I've went. I think I've won once, but you know, I always hear about it, and I always think it's like a great thing to do. It is. I think it's like good in the community for the black community specifically because yes. it's a lot of shops, a lot of small businesses. And it's in the historic Atlanta part. So absolutely. It's absolutely open to the culture. So go if you have the time. Also, your girl Sierra, my girl Sierra, because you know I need her prayer still. Her Russell Westbrook. Okay. I need that prayer still. You she said was, Russell Westbrook? Yeah, Russell, ain't that his name? Russell Westbrook? No, Russell Wilson. Russell we- wow, Westbrook, that's basketball. That's basketball, you're absolutely right. Wow, I just showed my own. Okay, <laughs> anyway, Sierra, Miss Sierra Wilson will be at Center Stage Theater September 26th, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, It starts at 8 p.m., doors open at 7. I'm excited because, you know, she doesn't really do music anymore. Now she does gotten, like... You know, she's a family woman. You know the tickets are running by chance? I do not, but I will have that information on the website, on the Instagram page. Okay. Soon. And lastly, to prepare you guys, because you know, the one and the only, Christopher Maurice Brown, will be in the city October 2nd. I will be talking about it this week and next week and the day before. So are you going? I am going. I have my tickets. 
girl. Of course you did. Of course I do. You should you invite know. him to the show, Maya. Let us do like a little interview with if her. If I walk up on Chris, the last thing I'm gonna be talking about is Black and Jane and Broke. I'm gonna let y'all know this now. I'm Ooh, sorry. Oh, she ain't loyal, just I like he said. I love you. I love you guys. I love my team. However, comma, <clears throat> it's been a long time in making. If I run up on Christopher <laughs> Maurice Brown, this is. I'm sorry, y'all. If I talk about y'all first, I'm I'm not doing myself justice. Oh, girl. <laughs> I did not prepare that's myself. That's fair. Bro. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, okay. And that's what's going on this weekend in the next coming weeks. And that's it, I think. I don't know what I was trying to say at the end. I had something on the tip of my tongue, but I think I just swallowed it. I think because you think about Chris Brown so much, but it's okay. We'll let I'm you. Actually, not now. I'm, I just got sidetracked. I, I don't, my, my train of thought just. You was like, this, right that's here. it, and that's what's popping. There got we it. go. That's what's popping. It's your girl, Maya. All right, know. Maya Poo. Like she said, guys, all of these events can be found on our social media pages as well as our website at www.blackeducatedandbroke.com. So, guys, we're going to take one more break. When we come back, we are going to have a new Slap It or adapt it. What do y'all think about the name foreign? We'll tell you all about it right after the break here on Black Educated and Broke. Alright guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Broke and about to get into this new artist on our Slap It or Dap It segment. Yeah, Foreign, mm-hmm, that's the name of it. Before I get into all of that and let you hear these tunes, now let me tell you a little bit about the artist behind the song. Let's get it. <clears throat> so, born Antonio, mm-hmm, influenced <laughs> is a Chicago native that has been making waves within the music industry for the past few years. Known primarily for his takeover track, Some Money, Influence is a lyrical artist with street cred and life experience at his core. Is that right? Now residing in Atlanta, Influence takes a female-driven approach toward his music. Because, you know, the girls, we like good music. Realizing there was a void amongst the fellas talking to the ladies, but still being true to who they are, Influence decided to do what he does best and put it on a track. His recent releases allow for females to get the attention they desire while allowing the fellas to track to vibe at the same time. We can dig that. Be on the lookout as Influence is in full go mode and making sure everyone knows it's flu season. Y'all give it up for Influence. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Yes. Did you did you like how I like read your, your oh, bio oh. all animated and stuff? I know, right? It's cool. <laughs> I like it. You can move like that. I like it. Okay, <laughs> so okay, so like, you know, a little bit about um uh, influence. I got him Tony, you know, I met him through another mutual friend, Devin. We all do media together and I think I was at an event that I think he was getting ready to perform, and that was my first look at you at that event. I can't remember what club it was, but I'm like, okay, this dude with the long dress and got a little voice to him. Look at him trying to do something. So I was always impressed even from then. But for the listeners, you being from Chicago, you know, you have so many legends coming out of Chicago, good music there. How did you get to Atlanta? Um, It was just a whole opportunity. I just, I seen a, a better future, you know, not just for me, but for my son and things like that. And so I, I seen a better way of me knowing how to hustle here. Yeah. You know, I just took my Chicago skills and just brought them here, you know, being diverse and just 
having a goal. And my goal is just to get out. And we don't have a lot of music platforms in Chicago. We really? don't have a lot of outlets. You will have a lot of corporate. We don't have a lot of labels there. So I'm going to go where the bag is. Okay, go where the bag is. <laughs> but I will say coming to Atlanta because it's so, like, popular. It's so, like, uh, so competitive. Like, how do you kind of transition to that? And what are you doing to make yourself supersede that? Uh, One thing is I really don't listen to a lot of people. I don't pay attention to a lot of people. I know it's, it's bad in a way, but in my way... It, it, it just keeps me focused. It keeps me, you know, on the narrow path. And I just don't really try to fit in with other folks. Yeah. I do what I like. I do what my fans like. And I stick with that. I, I stick with what works for me. Okay, I like <laughs> that. Because a lot of people don't. They try to do this new stuff. And it doesn't always work out or anything. Yeah. But, um, you know, you said with your fans, like, that's kind of, you said your transition, and you're trying to, like, look out for the ladies. And yeah. Now, tell me, like, what 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 caused that transition? Why are you trying to give us something to jam to now? Um, I mean, I always wrote music towards females and things like that. Like, I'm a lot of my music, I really don't talk about a lot of guns and, mm-hmm. and, and violence and drugs. I mean, you may catch a line or two, but more so, I give you what I do. Yeah. I give you me. I yeah. give you what I know. I give you what I go through, what I may experience through with one of the guys or a story, you know. But everything is what I'm in my zone about. Yeah. So I just basically give you me. And me and females is like hand in hand. Oh, know? is that right? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Ooh. They're my homies, you know Oh, your homies. Like, I, I, with, I don't really hang with a lot of guys. You I, don't. I hang with family, you know what I'm saying? When I hang, I hang with dope You do. Females, you know what you do. You know? You got to be able to have female friends and not try to smash them. Come on, boy. You, I was about it. to get so, there. So it worked well with me because I'm cool with them. Yes. <laughs> I don't yes. be on that. I'm chilling. Yes. I, I, I have to second that as your friend. That has never been that type of energy. Yeah, you, know you have been very cool, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Maya got down for that. But what's going on, Maya? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I was losing circulation in my leg. That's all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? Maya, show it. Oh, yeah, that's, li- that's <laughs> little bit. Yeah, but don't, don't get it twisted. She's short, but she got a mean, uh, big bite, okay? Excuse me. Uh, Unless they want you to. I forgot. Never mind. So let's get into foreign really quick before we drop this release. So let us know a little bit behind that, the inspiration, like where the song title came from, like how that came about. Um, Foreign, basically, like I got an in-home studio, so I do a lot of things at home because I'm comfortable just being around me. I don't need a lot of people in the Uh studio with me. I don't need distractions. I like to work on my own, then I send it off to do what it needs to get done. But foreign came about, it was just, I let the music speak for itself and the, the song just took me there. And it's it's basically like a storyteller. It's it's truth, it's facts behind it. And it's just me, it's just my vibe, it's how I flow, it's my style, it's like, it's what I like. And it's dope. Okay. It's just some rhyme, good riding music. All right, that, that's the introduction, it's dope, it's good ride music. So guys, we got Shy Influence with foreign, let's hear it. Fast money. I love foreign cars. 
Colorful whips, trust me in that foreign shit. I'm killing shit with foreign kicks. Miss me with that bullshit. I love a foreign bitch. And she bougie than a bitch. I love my foreign bitch. Yeah, I love foreign cops. I love foreign whips. Trust me in that foreign shit. I'm killing shit with foreign kicks. Miss me with that bullshit. I love a foreign bitch. And she bougie than a bitch. I love my foreign bitch. Yeah. Because of course I've heard it because I like it. You know, I might not be foreign, but you know, I mean, I, people think I'm Ethiopian sometimes, but it's kind of like foreign. And you know, I like nice cars, so we're gonna go with that. For me personally, I like songs that talks about luxury and lifestyle because for me, it's kind of like those are things that I'm gonna get, I'm aspiring to get, and it moves me. So I'm all the way in for them. Slap it. You said what? You manifesting it. You, you better preach. That's all. I, yeah, foreign cards. Check me out. What's up? Maya Poo. Oh, we're doing ladies first. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's like, it got a nice little vibe to it. It's something that I would like, if I heard it on the radio at night when I'm driving down 75, I wouldn't like change the channel. So it's good ride music. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll slap it, you know. Okay. She gonna ride to it on 75. She gonna ride to it. Because <laughs> her ass was stuck in it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a banger for me. I ex- I really like the song. Uh, honestly, though, the uh, the the chorus, I couldn't get into the chorus. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a hip hop artist, so uh, I can't <laughs> change nothing. Just, if I hear the chorus, I'd be like, "What are you talking about?" But with the lyrics though and that beat, that's something uh you play that uh, I don't go to the club, I go to the bar where I can sit down, sit my ass down and drink. I'm with you, you you play that at the bar, yeah. I'm be like, who are that? Play that for me one more time. I, I like that. After Get about a couple good shots in you. Couple shots, couple <laughs> shots, good brown yeah. liquor. So yeah. I'ma slap it. I'ma actually slap that. That was pretty good. Appreciate All right. it. Appreciate it. 
Yeah. Right, Q? Hey, appreciate that. Yeah, I, I slap it too. It was rocking. Rock, yeah. All right, we straight, we straight into the point. Okay, that's the round of slappings because, you know, we didn't have a couple of uh, situations where we didn't. Oh. We didn't slap it. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of them. The there, was a, <laughs> <laughs> there was a few of them we like, didn't really like. Uh, like uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, so it's, it's a win for us. So that, that's kind of leading to the next thing. So, um, of course, it's already out now. You dropped it yesterday. So shout out to that. And from what I'm seeing here, it's going to be on all platforms on October the 1st. Yes. Yes. All platforms. The MP3 drop. Spotify, iTunes. You can go get it. Uh, title, you know, I also got my own Pandora channel, Shine Fluence. Yes. So y'all can get my channel. Uh, definitely help a local artist because it took me four years to get my Pandora channel. That's amazing. Nobody boy. showed me how to do it. You know Woo, what I'm saying? Shoot. So, like, and finally now they let me put my records on there and I'm getting a lot, a lot of plays. That's... You know, so I definitely, you know, I'm just working. I and love it. I'm just waiting on I'm waiting on that team to get behind me. Until then, I'm just keep pushing solo dolo. That's what I like. And while you pushing, because what's coming up next? I know you got a release party yeah. in Atlanta. So I'm, you're going to know you release all your music. We, can we get some feedback or how we can follow to stay tuned and know yeah. when? Some media uh, passes. Some media passes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know you get first this. Oh, you, you know when you. I get back, I'm going to have my birthday release here, too. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yes. You know, next, next weekend. And I happy belated back. birthday, because it was Thank yesterday. You. Happy belated birthday. So. But yeah, y'all can follow me on uh, all sites, Shy Influence, C H I I N F L U E N C E. That's on YouTube, IG, Facebook, anything you think of, everything is the same. Shy Influence. Okay, Shy. Well, t- or Tony, because that's what I know you by. Tony, <laughs> I want to thank you again for coming to be on the show, showing us your artistry, sharing your music. I know you, listen, I already met you. I knew you was the brother who had like good things coming your way. And I knew just sometimes we want stuff to happen faster. But let me tell you, success is in your future. We know that. You got it. We're going to claim it, okay? Yeah. I want to I wanna say one more thing yeah. before I leave. You know, um, I don't just do music. Um, I'm a licensed notary of Georgia. So, you better drop you know, them other jobs, boy. Uh, I got a bouncy house business, bouncing roll. Uh, so you got kids, you need parties. I got that. We got a uh, credit repair business, LMS. We repair credit and get you like, um, business lines of credit. So you know we got a couple things in the in the, in the works. You know we just ain't banking on the music, and we got two clothing lines: Live and Stay True and Hustle Apparel. Boy, he is securing all the bags. Y'all be sure to follow him at Shy Influence, all social media. Check out when this music going to drop on October the 1st. We thank you for coming through, my brother. All right, guys. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to jump into your favorite segment, Millennial Table Talk. So keep it locked here on Black, Educated, and Broke. What's up, man? It's your boy, Marone, founder of Vintage Connoisseur Club, bringing you some of the hottest hand-picked designer and streetwear vintage pieces. We specialize in nostalgic, hand-picked, and revived vintage goods from Burberry polos all the way down to dead stock leather snapbacks. We pride ourselves on authenticity and exclusivity. Follow us on IG and Facebook at vintage.c.c, and you can even hit me up at Rome the Chosen One. All right, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Broke, about to get into our millennial table talk. So I just want to get right into it. All right, y'all. So H&M is back in the news, okay? Back making headlines about black people. Again, so just to give a little bit of history about H&M, as you know, they were under the fire uh, like some months back because they had a picture of an African-American kid where it was saying that he was the um, biggest lion, in the, no, the biggest monkey in the jungle or something like that. 
And um, it became a big issue. So, no, he was the coolest monkey in the jungle. And everybody was like, oh, my God, this is the black kids. You can't be calling black kids monkeys, right? Whatever. Well, they're back at it again. <laughs> I like the title for this story. It's called Napoli Ever After. But pretty much H&M had uh, put up some more photos. African-American girl. She was rocking their wear. Well, this child, she looked like she might have been about like 9 through 11. Her hair was back in a ponytail, but it was like little BBs. It was falling. You know, her hair was hanging out. It looked like it was not brushed. It was not combed. And people are like, there you go again, putting us out there like that. They feel like, because you saw other girl, other girls inside of the little catalog, white girls, hair combed straight with little bows, and they felt like they didn't give the black kids enough hair, en- en- enough uh, of uh, care. Which, when I saw the picture, have y'all seen it? No, I yeah. haven't seen that. Um, Let me show you this picture, because, yeah, you know, baby, like, when, when you I got, got that nice, thick, curly hair, you got to get you a good old black hard brush. I got a question. With some gel. From the beauty supply. Yes. <laughs> First question is, one, were they on time? Oh, hell. That's a question. Uh, the kid? Yeah. I'm sure it's a professional shoot. Okay. Number two, where the hell were her parents? Yeah, that's that's that has yet to be um, identified yet. So um, I did some research on that topic, and it was like basically saying that H and M has um, a history of booking kids after a long school day. So they're getting them after they're oh. being a child, and after they've been outside playing and having a school day, they come to the shoot, get that out the way, and go home and do homework. So, so what that, mean? that black child, well, that young child was not the only child without their hair done within the shoot. Oh, yeah, and if you continue looking through the catalog, if you continue looking through the catalog, at all the other kid models, majority of their heads wasn't done. They was in ponytails with the hair falling off. It was other white was it kids. Like- it was white kids, some mixed kids, some. Hispanic kids, some Indian kids, they all didn't have their hair done professionally. And they're just like, H&M was saying that they want kids to be kids. Like, So so basically, you're trying to say that this particular picture, this happened because somebody her mom was didn't looking. brush her hair on the way to school. Or even after school. She probably didn't get it. T- her mom probably didn't brush it after school. Maya, stop it. No, man. I'm not saying hey, that it's I've okay. Seen, hey, Mr. Boozer, I've okay. seen kids come to school like that. I guarantee you. Have you, Mr. Boozer? I Boozer? have seen. Y'all Absolutely. put my last name out on this show. They don't know that. Uh, I have seen children come to school looking like that. I'm too. not saying that but it's okay. But if your baby, if your baby booked for H and M, how you, you doing? Your baby ain't even coming to school right. that day. Right, <laughs> exactly. Let alone staying past uh, elementary school. You're not even staying. L- listen, nothing. lunch in elementary school starts at 10:30. That's brunch for a lot of people. That people still waking up going to work at 10:30. Yeah. So children are eating lunch at 10:30. Children are eating lunch at 10.30. Your child is going to lunch and you checking them out at 11.30. I got to go home and do your hair. If this photo shoot yeah, is at 4 o'clock. Yeah, it's going to take that long. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, I'm I mean, not saying that it's okay and acceptable. I'm, I'm gonna, just saying based I'm on what I've done parents. with my research and looking further into the story, yeah. that's just what has been released. So that yeah. was a thing? They wanted kids to be kids? Apparently. Allegedly. I'm blaming the parents on this. I'm care. blaming the parents too. I can't, I, I, we can't get away from that. Sometimes we want to blame these companies, but at the end of the day, that's a minor. An adult, an adult had to have brought her there. Yeah. So even mm-hmm. if you know I what they're going for, they're going for that is check. Not coming in there looking like that at I all. I agree. I agree. They just see that check. They're going to get that check. 
Okay, well, <laughs> well, moving on. Mike, what's going on with somebody else who's actually losing a chick? Oh, this this guy, Antonio Brown. So we talked about Antonio Brown a couple of shows ago, but let's catch you up for if you're not caught up on him. He has been, uh, he was signed to the Patriots. He played a game. He has now been released by the Patriots. He has a uh, range right now of sexual misconduct allegations by two different women, one mm. being raped from a former trainer of his by the name of Brittany Taylor. Uh, over the after he got released, he vowed that he's never going to play in the NFL again. He's done. Good according race. to, <laughs> I think they're done with him. According to his, That's why his social he's media, um, he has called out the Patriots owner Robert Kraft, and of course Robert Kraft was charged for soliciting uh-huh. sexual acts <laughs> in connection to some visits in a Florida spy. He also called out his former quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, pointing out Roethlisberger was accused of sexual assaulting a college student in 2010, and he was only suspended uh, for the personal conduct policy, which was four games, and there was no charges. But a conversation that came up about Antonio Brown, uh, I'll follow this guy a lot. He he has... uh, we did some back and forth on our social media pages. Isaac Hayes III, and he was bringing up the fact of Antonio Brown being blackballed. And I was like, well, how is he being blackballed when once he got released, there are teams that were interested in signing him, yeah. but he has vowed not to play in the NFL again. Before I think that point. he wanted to use his own special helmet, and that helmet has caused his brain to be <laughs> because he gave up thirty million dollars yeah. to go to a team, and they ain't even gonna cut him a check. Ugh. So he lost all that money for what? And now you got these these sexual allegations. This is not, and I said this in January. I said, this is going to be the year where people are going to come out with these sexual allegations and they're going to tell and have receipts with this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'd be right. damned if all year it ain't all been that. All year it's been like that so, and me too. Now, I was listening to our homie, Sasha. She made a valid point. Now, if he sexually harassed one of the trainers in the first day, why you come back the second day? For him to nut on your back. Come on now. Now, why are you standing still long enough for somebody to rub one out on your back? Like, I ain't never tried to run and do it at the same time. (laughs) But I feel like that would be a little difficult because it would would mess up the the vivid imagery in my mind. But how does that happen without you knowing? Like, are you stretching? Are you sleep? Does he like people like necrophilias? I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's mean? very weird. Remember Veronica, Veronica Waters that sat in. Remember she also said about also, you know, when it comes to blaming the victim and when it comes to a lot of these situations, a lot of times there is like these power that's supposed to be over these women. Yeah. But I'm with you. I, I still don't know. You come back the next day for what? The check must have been nice. And something I mean, else too. Anyway. Okay, well, let's move mm. on to the next story, dealing with black news and black Twitter. What's going on, Q? Um, now, you know how you N-words like to blow <laughs> things out of proportion? Proportion. They yeah. do. Yes, they do. You know, I was, I'm black. I ain't one of them. When I be looking at stuff and stuff starts trending on my social network, I have to go and do my research to see, okay, is this actually worth being upset over? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Botham Jean, that's worth being upset over. Uh, when Trayvon... Uh, when the Zimmerman boy got off, that's worth being upset. Now, niggas is mad at Bette Midler. What she do now? Is is Halloween time? Hocus pocus. I mean, I love her now. <laughs> in my opinion, she really didn't do shit. That's just my opinion, though. 
Now, she made a statement on Twitter that said Beyonce has 133 million Instagram followers, more than double the people who voted for Trump. Wouldn't it be amazing if the Beehive mobilized to defeat him? I also wouldn't mind if a regular Beehive fucked his shit up. <laughs> now, to me, that's funny. All right. That is funny. That that's funny. funny. Now, reading that, I didn't have a problem with it because she wasn't saying like, you know what, hey, yo, black women, y'all go do something about it. <laughs> or Beyonce fans, y'all go, y'all didn't vote. Y'all need to make sure y'all come out and vote next time so he don't be president again. But then as I continue to read people's response on Twitter, um, you know, everybody is so woke. I wish some of you niggas would go to sleep, though, <laughs> to be honest with you. It kind of made sense, and I kind of understood what they were saying, but I'm still not offended by what she said because, fact, a lot of you niggas did not go vote. All right? Now, granted, we had two people we really didn't want as president, but by y'all not voting, y'all let the person who was more evil in. So, what the people said, which would be our people, one tweet said, wouldn't it be even better if white women stopped expecting black women to clean up their messes? After all, 53% of all of y'all are why we are here. Jamel? Uh, yes. That No, no, no. That wasn't Jamel. I did see Jamel's tweet. What Jamel say? Because I'm I'm gonna be negative, and I love her. Uh, yeah, I saw her tweet something too. She she was the first person to say something. Mm-hmm. While my iPhone is acting up, I don't know. Because ain't nobody in the hive woke, but then you got a lot of people who are just so wonderful, like Jamel Hill and so many esteemed uh, African American our women. leaders, <laughs> and especially the women who are they are in the hive, and oh. you can't say <laughs> not you can't even whisper Beyonce's name without right. Man. But Jamel Hill said, What's being that 98 percent of Black women voted against. Donald Trump, you should probably hit up Katy Perry or Taylor Swift. Stop depending on black women <laughs> to save everybody. I love it. <laughs> so, I mean, well, as a Republican, Hillary won the popular vote, so I don't know what the she, hell they talking she about. She definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I understand. I, I get it. It makes sense from both sides. You know, I try to understand both angles. Um, but we didn't go out to vote, so a lot of this that we. I, I, I won't say going through because I don't feel like I'll be going through anything when it comes to these presidential elections. If they do or don't, whatever, it doesn't really affect us. But I am a voter. Um, we just need to do what's right and not always run off our emotion. If it's time to vote, you know that it's going to affect something along, along down the line in the four years that you're you're living through this presidency to make sure that it doesn't happen. Now that Trump is president, see, why do you niggas didn't think he was going to win? They didn't. There's now like, man, I ain't got to vote. He ain't going to win. But there's a lot of stupid people who don't vote yep. and were intrigued by his dialogue yep. who voted. Yep. And now you're the stupid person who didn't vote. Talking about some Hillary. And now look at us. <laughs> Hillary still won the popular vote by over 2 million votes. Well, we don't elect presidents <laughs> on popularity here. Okay. We elect them on electoral votes. All right, well, speaking of popularity, <laughs> this particular, uh, what is it, show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, they had a little stumble on the Emmys. But Maya, let us know what's going on with Courtney and her kids or something. I just want to know why y'all keep watching this family. <laughs> I, I love them. I want them to uh, simmer down because they really think they're above everything. Speaking of, what's your daddy doing? Oh, my bad. You mean they mean they mama? You talking about their mama? Too soon? My oh, my bad. God. I think you're talking about their real dad. No, mama part two. Oh, my God. Stop it. You leave. Too soon? Leave Brewster alone. All right. They killed him. Her name is Caitlin. Thank oh, you. Oh, my apologies, Caitlin. Hey, Kate. Go ahead. Y'all, Kourtney Kardashian 
is in shambles right now because she will not leave her kids alone with her mom's boyfriend after a disciplined argument. Good. So, long story short, there's a clip circulating around Instagram, Twitter. The show aired, I believe, last Sunday or this past Sunday. But anyways, okay, so Chris Kardashian, Jenner, Jenner. Jenner. Is she yeah. back to Kardashian? I think she no, she, no, she's still Chris Jenner. Okay, so Chris Jenner is dating Corey Gamble. Corey Gamble. Now which one is Chris? Chris is the mother. Oh, with the short The mother. Cut. The mother oh. with the short That's Short cut and the fat butt. All she's, right. She's well, a MILF? Yes. That shit probably don't get wet. I don't know. That black man Corey show getting in that thing. He's spitting on Back it. to ah. it. Okay, anyways. Ah. Ew, the mental. All right, so Corey Gamble is a native of Atlanta, Georgia. He went to Morehouse College. And he is now dating Kris Jenner, who is the mother of the Kardashian clan. With that backstory being said, they were having a discussion about Courtney's kids. She has three kids, two sons, one daughter, mm. and how they're how they treat their nannies. So basically, Courtney admitted that her child Penelope got out of control, quote unquote, and was having a tantrum in the car seat while the nanny was trying to strap her in, and she scratched the nanny's face intentionally. Mm. Corey then went to say that if P had scratched his face, he would have whooped her ass. Mm. Verbatim. That was his words. Verbatim. That led to a heated discussion between Penelope's parents, Kourtney Kardashian, and ex-boyfriend Scott Disick. Now, the conversation grew very heated. Cuss words were exchanges, and they got into each other's faces. However, wait, Scott and Corey. Scott and Corey got into each other's faces right. with a heated debate about oh, the child, disciplinary so action. <laughs> about the disciplinary action of his children. Corey then went to say he would never discipline his children, Scott's children. However, had that been the situation where he was a nanny oh. and he was in the nanny's shoes <laughs> and your child scratched me in I my face, I would whip their ass being in that position. Courtney's now saying that she feels uncomfortable with him oh. being around her kids and shout how she will not leave her kids around her mother's house if he's present. Duh. Now. Oh, okay. That is your choice. How you choose to raise your kids is all completely your choice. I just don't understand Mm. this whole new age generation where we grew up getting our asses beat. Right. But when it comes down to our kids, there's so many different other ways to appeal to your child and to discipline your child. I get it. Your child is your responsibility. That's how you want to raise your child. And you can't tell somebody how to raise their children. But if your child is continuing to grow up to be a terror. Right. And assaulting nannies. Because even uh, Kim said that. Um, North, North threatened tried to, it. She threatened to the, bite. No, she she said she fired her. Yeah, but she, she threatened like, to bite the, the nanny. To fire anybody? Yeah, she. <laughs> These kids is too damn wrong. North man. fired the nanny after she threatened to bite her. <laughs> like what? The so North, mind you, at the time North was six. <laughs> so you're not even in double digits. So you didn't do anything. How do you know what fired means? I just don't understand this. Too big for their britches. I just don't understand this. I know my thoughts on it, but I want to hear what you guys think. All this defiance and all this crazy stuff and all that ADD (laughs) and all all that new shit these children got, but especially being defiant, ain't nothing a good ass whooping can't cure. Thank you. All these kids need a BELT. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's that's the disorder they need. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. All right. Now, I agree and I disagree with this situation. Partly because she's a little girl, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, if I was to have a daughter, I don't feel like I would ever whoop her <laughs> because I would just be a softie like that yeah, when you it came that. You say come that. to the girls. My daddy whooped me once. No, 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 but that's no, 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 no,
They say they mm-hmm. they know that yeah, they'll be the soft. I don't think I would be able to do it. They leave it but up to mama. The, yeah. the issue with this whole thing is Warren Corey's out of line. All right. He's not needed in this conversation. For one, he's an outsider. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's an outsider. Now he's giving his opinion. Cool. But you need to keep that opinion right in your head. Two, no grown ass man should be left alone with no child anyway, especially a girl. Yeah. Ain't no sitting mm-hmm. on no laps. Ain't no none of that. I don't I'm care if you are family. Ain't no changing no diapers. Mm-hmm. If you're not my, if you're not the father, I don't think you should be touching any any little girls in that way. Now, granted, he might not be sick like that, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. You never know what nobody's thinking when it comes to that. Um, so her feeling uncomfortable about leaving her children or her daughter at Chris's house while he's there, I applaud her for that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, if that little girl is scratching people's adults' faces, mm-hmm. that's completely out of line. And you need to be whooping her ass. Somebody needs to be doing something besides talking to him because that's assault. Mm-hmm. Okay? Granted, I don't care if she is six or however old the little girl is. It's assault at the end of the day. Yeah, she's seven. She needs her ass whooped. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think, Randy? I mean, well, you know, I feel like uh, uh, whipping children, uh, you know, appropriately. I think that yeah, should appropriately. be. Yeah. I think I think that should be something that continued. I definitely was whooped. I would have belt. Now the switches and extension cords. I think I didn't need that in my life. No, the and I don't plan to put you. that in my children's Focus. life. The switches humbled you. You had to go pick your, your own switch. Yeah. That was humbling. Like, now that was just on that some like. I'm like, how you busy? Don't pick the wrong one. They send you back. Oh my. See that to me. That was like that borderline. That was too far. You talking about? You like switch like slavery and shit. Like you doing the same. Stuff with with a tr- that was too much. That was humbling. That ain't that about no slave right in my ass. No, I'm not pick it up, but she never uses it. When you get hit with a switch, you get them same type of whip marks. That I you get that get. shit with and a I belt did. too. Exactly. I mean, to me, the, the switch too. stung a lot more it than did, a belt. Because you get if Madea whooped That's you true. right, you get Madea put a mark on your ass with a hand. So what the hell you talking about a belt and a switch? So anyway, <laughs> same I think I think I think you were asking me what I thought Maya. So um, so yeah, I think that the children, I think the little girl is out of line. I think that she does need to be disciplined more than just taking away her toys and putting her in timeout. She a Kardashian. Um, as far as Corey, <laughs> as far as Corey being there, like what he, I don't think he was out of line for saying it. Like anybody can speak with him. Like you around this kid. He is the granddad. Like, I mean, uh, uh, unofficially. <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> he been around long enough. That's what I'm saying. So it's kind of like they ain't got no granddad. So <laughs> but my thing about it is, there's ways to say it. Yeah, yeah he could have worded that way better than how he said it. He and I understand black that, was that was probably that was your blackness how in your Atlanta. How old is he? How old is he? Oh. Child. Young. He, I think he's like 20 years younger than Chris. Yeah, he. Well, how old she? He like in her late 50s, 60s. Yeah, oh, he she, she in the late 30s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. I believe he's like around 42. So yeah. he 42. The hell, he could say that. I just think that <laughs> there's different ways to say it. You could have said it in a less aggressive tone, especially if you know the audience you're dealing with. And then you could have said it, you know, to like, say, I'm going to whoop her ass. Like, not like that. Don't change She's for nobody. Uh, Core, what in that? Core, Core, yeah. get that money. Get that and money. And at the same time, I really feel like some it needed to be said, obviously. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, guys, what are y'all thoughts about it? We're going to have this up on our social media, so check out our social media on Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter. We're going to take a poll. Let us know, do you think it's appropriate to children to still get whoopings? Um, Period. <laughs> I still get threatened. I'm 25 to this day. Okay, I, 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 I'm, <laughs> to I'm this in my 30s day. and I get threatened. I whoop my son ass every day. 
All right, so on that note, we're going to take a break from these ass-whooping conversations. So when we get back, of course, we're going to leave it on a positive note and say something positive. So, guys, make sure you keep it locked here on Black, Educated, and Broke. Looking for fresh voices for the discussion of urban and black culture? Then Black, Educated, and Broke, the podcast, is where you should tune in. Our podcast covers it all. Hip-hop, social media, television, politics, and community headlines. We talking for the culture, y'all. We laugh, make fun of Randy, drop headlines that some news outlets won't cover. Y'all can listen to us on all kind of streaming platforms, whether you checking in and hear the 10 spot, or if Randy's talking about the same thing I just talked about, and Randy, I'll keep you in the know. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and even Google Play on Android. Don't forget SoundCloud, CastBox, ListenNotes.com and the podcast app. So stop playing with yourself. You might as well listen. Trust me, I'm going in on everything. So keep it locked on Black, Educated, and Broke, the podcast for the culture. Hey, y'all, we are back. Maya has something positive to say. Make sure you are not the weapon formed against yourself that is causing you not to prosper. Boom. Yeah.